Just Our Real Estate, episode number 209. All right, guys, welcome to Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host. If you've never been here before, welcome to the show. If you're coming back for more, if you're a return listener, welcome back. I have a great show for you today, and I can't wait to dive into it. But before I do, I just have one question for you. Are you putting off starting your real estate investing business because you just don't know where to start? You don't know what to do. You have some questions, some pieces to the puzzle that you just can't figure out. Do you need help? Do you need questions answered? I've got the solution for you. Go to juststartrealestate.com. On the right-hand side, there is a link for the Fail Fast Flipping Program. This is a program that I wholeheartedly endorse and I am a part of. It is run by Justin Williams over at House Flipping HQ, and Justin asked me to be a part of it a couple of months ago, and I agreed because this program is like none other. Guys, I've talked about it on past shows. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. If you haven't heard me, go over to juststartrealestate.com on the right-hand side. Click on the link for Fail Fast Flipping. Go read about it. Check it out. There's a money-back guarantee. You absolutely have nothing to lose. I highly, highly suggest you check it out. If there's anything about this business that you've been wondering or if you're having trouble getting started, it will absolutely solve the problem for you. Okay, let's get into today's show. All right, welcome to today's Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here. It's Friday. I don't know if you're listening to this on a Friday, but it's airing on a Friday. So hopefully everyone had a good week and you're heading into a fun weekend. Uh, I hope that also you're really kicking butt in your real estate investing goals because you know what? The year's more than half over. We're uh, eight and a half months into this year. And if you're not well on your way to reaching your goals, guess what? You have to push down the gas pedal a little bit harder. Get on it. Get out there and work hard. Massive action, guys. I say it all the time. Massive action. Don't take no for an answer. Don't you know? get discouraged. Don't let the challenges slow you down and make you depressed. Don't get all bummed out. Get out there. Take massive action. Fall on your face. Get back up. Take more action. That's the only way it's going to happen. Okay, that's my little impromptu pep talk. I wasn't planning on doing that, but there you go. We got a little pep talk on a Friday. Okay, today I want, what I want to talk about is, you know, there's a debate out there. There's a there's a two trains of thought when you're flipping houses is what when do you list it? Do you list it, you know, well, I guess there's actually three ways to look at this. I, I'm only really going to focus on two, but there's probably three, right? You Some people will list the house the moment they close on it, before they ever do any demo before they do any work to the house at all that they're going to flip they will put it on the market immediately hoping that they'll find someone who really loves the neighborhood you know loves the house and and they're willing they can see past the clutter they can see past you know the dated kitchen the dated bathroom and they just they really are interested in the house and and they want to buy it and they're going to you know maybe make an offer or at least you know, show some interest before you even start swinging a hammer. That's one one train of thought. Not many people do it that way, but I, I know some who do. But the two trains of thoughts that I think are a little bit more prevalent are, do you list the house when you're maybe halfway through or three quarters of the way through your rehab? Or do you wait until it's completely done? You know, the doorknobs are buffed, the floor is, is spit shined, you know, 
everything is looking 100% and there's not one left, you know, one thing left to do in the rehab, right? That's the question. Some people will say, and some people will argue even, that you want to get the house on the market before you're done renovating it, get people in there, start generating a buzz. Oftentimes, you know, you can sell the house before you even completely finish the rehab. So let's just say, let's put it in perspective. Let's say you have a, a rehab that's going to take eight weeks. Maybe in week six or in week five, you put it up on the MLS and start letting people see it right? It's still looking a little bit rough. Everything isn't complete. You know, maybe the floors aren't hundred percent done. You don't have the appliances in there. You know, maybe you're still putting up some, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, tile work in the bathroom or, you know, mirrors haven't been hung, whatever the case may be. You, you get it. You know, you, the rehab is half to, you know, 60% done. Do you start bringing people through then? Do you try to, you know, get a purchase agreement signed so that, you know, the day that you're done with the rehab, you're you're going to closing kind of a thing? Yeah, I think everyone would agree that if that was the way it went all the time, you would be a fool not to put the house up on the MLS or list it for sale beforehand, right? Who doesn't want to have their house sold, have a signed purchase agreement the day they finish the rehab. Everyone does, right? So if that was the case, there would be no debate. That'd be the way to do it. But that's not always the case. Sometimes you put the house up for sale before you're done with the rehab and nobody puts an offer in on it, right? Because sellers, especially end buyers, right? End buyers really have a hard time seeing past the clutter. They have a hard time seeing past the scaffolding. They have a hard time seeing past the ladders. They have a hard time seeing past the buckets of grout or the stacked up, you know, tile that has to be, you know, put up in the in the in the shower or, you know, whatever the 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 faucet in the in the kitchen and the sink hasn't been mounted. They have a hard time seeing past that. So what happens is you get people that may have been interested. They walk in and they go, "Oh my gosh, this this place is a wreck. Oh, you know, the the floors aren't done and everything's dusty and that, you know, there's you know, there's there's grout, you know, sitting on the countertop that hasn't been put in the backsplash, whatever. They have a hard time, right? So they leave. They get turned off by the mess and they can't see past it. And so they leave. And then by the time it's done, those people might not come back, right? They, they saw it. They were turned off. They just didn't, they couldn't see past it all. So you maybe potentially miss out on those buyers that would have otherwise loved it had everything been completely done, all the you know carpenters, tools, and, and and ladders and all that was out of there, maybe they would have liked it, you know. But they didn't. They don't know. You don't know because they won't come back because they didn't like how it looked at the you know midpoint or the three quarter done point in the project. You know, they're not all, buyers aren't just like us. They don't necessarily walk into something kind of rough and see they can see past it, and see what it's going to be, right? So you bring them in. They don't like it. They don't come back now. If you don't sell the house, right, in those, you know, two or three weeks that you put it on the market before you were done, now what the people who would argue don't do that, what they'll say is you have what's called an aged listing, you know, or a stale listing. It's been on the market. It's been on the market for two, three weeks, and nobody's put an offer in. Now, when people go to look at that, they see a house, oh, it's been on the market for, you know, you know, up to three weeks, you know, it's been on the market for a long time. Nobody's put an offer in on it. What's wrong with that house? Something must be wrong with it. Why, why else would nobody put an offer in? So your house starts getting a stigma that maybe, 
Maybe there's an issue. Maybe there's something that's making people run the other direction instead of putting an offer in. When in fact, all it was, was you had a bit of a mess. You weren't quite done. The floors weren't done. The appliances weren't in. The kitchen sink wasn't in. The Whatever the case may be, right? It wasn't done. And that's what turned people off. Now it's completely done. Nothing wrong with the house. It's just been on the market now. It's been on the market for a while. And, and there's a stigma. And people think that something must be wrong. Why else wouldn't there be an offer? Why wouldn't it be pending? I don't want to go look at a house that everyone else has passed on. I'm just going to look at a different house, right? That's the argument for not putting your house up for sale until it's completely done. In the past, generally, uh, the, well, I shouldn't say generally, the vast majority of the time, I don't put my house on the market until it's done, done, right? I mean, wiped clean, you know, just in pristine uh, condition, then I put it on the market. I have been urged by uh, realtors to put it on the market before I was done just to see. I've done it in the past a couple of times. I didn't see the benefit. It, you know, I wasn't getting the offers. I didn't have that, you know, my house was sold before I ever finished the rehab kind of a story. So I don't usually do that. I, I like to wait until it's completely done, hit the market with a bang. The first person that walks through sees an impeccable, immaculate, brand new, basically house, right? Kitchen and bath is new, floors are new, walls are painted, ceilings are painted. All the fixtures, handles, light fixtures, all brand new, sometimes new windows, the doors, interior doors, all new. You know, everything looks great. That's how I want my, my buyers to see the house, whether it's the first buyer or the 10th buyer that walks through. But there is that debate, right? Some people will say, I, I recently just interviewed. You guys heard the interview. You've been listening to the show with um, uh, Scott and Jessica Hallwick. They have a house that they put on the market before. I shouldn't say they put it on the market. They found a buyer before they were done with the rehab. So they had the house sold the day they finished the rehab house sold, right? That's great. If that's the way it went, like I said, everyone would do that. There would be nobody, you know, no, no sane person would wait. But the negative is that aged listing, that stale stigma that you get when your house isn't selling and it's been on the market for two, three, four weeks. So that's the debate. I'm not even here to tell you the right and the wrong way. My way is to wait until the house is done. I like to wait until it's done before I start letting buyers come through. Now, there's another way you can do it is maybe a couple of weeks before you're done, you put it up on the market but you say there are no showings until a certain date, right? And that date is when you plan on being done. So that way you maybe get the best of both worlds. You can create that buzz and get people interested, but you don't let them get into the house for a few more weeks. That's something to try. I've not tried it myself, but that's definitely something that you can try. I've heard of people doing it. I've heard people say that it works. So maybe that's something you should, you know, give a go and see how it works. But Either way, you know, go to the show notes and let me know how you do it. Do you wait until it's done or do you put it, you know, on the MLS and list it, you know, maybe a couple weeks before you're done to try to get people in there and start getting some some interest early on so that you have it sold the day you're done with rehab. Let me know how you do it. That's how I do it. But, you know, everyone's different. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, guys, until tomorrow, if flipping houses and real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 